Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Jordan Mode. It is I, your host, Jordan. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Brendan K. Brendan, how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> That's a good way of starting the show, Jordan. It's Kumarasami, but feel free to just call me Brendan. Kumarasami. Okay. I like that. That's, that is Kumarasami. That's five syllables. Okay. That's cool. So tell everyone about yourself, Brendan. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, so my name is Brendan. I have a YouTube channel called Master Talk. It's basically a series of YouTube videos where I talk about communication, public speaking, and I also coach executives on how to communicate ideas. Wow, that's very professional. How did you end up in that field? Yeah, man, in, in a very weird, odd way. So when I was in when I was in business school, Jordan, I went to. I went to university and I did these things called case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So while other guys my age were playing rugby and basketball and baseball, not really my type of thing, I did presentations competitively. That's how I learned how to speak. But then as I got older, I started coaching a lot of the kids, which I was one, by the way, uh, on how to speak, not because I was great at communication, but because the alternative they had was a rock. So I guess they picked me. So I started helping them. And then I had the idea for Master Talk later in life because I just realized everything I was sharing with them wasn't free for everyone else to, to learn from. So I started making videos in my mom's basement, man. Mm -hmm. Like right over there, actually. I still live in my mom's basement. So I started <laughs> making videos. And, yeah, same. And it just turned yeah. into something. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. We all start from somewhere, you know. So that's really inspiring to hear. That, you know, you started from somewhere, like mom's basement, and then coincidentally, my mom's basement, you know what I'm saying? And then it's, it's, it goes up from here, you know, it's crazy. It's great. Well, I'm still there, don't worry. I, I think I'll be there for, until I'm 30, but okay. let's see. Yeah. Dang, okay. So, like, yeah, I'm 21 right now, so um, I, one day I do want to move out of the, the basement and maybe into, like, the living room or something, but I guess... <laughs> This is this is cool for now. We all start from somewhere. You should stay. You should stay there, man. Honestly, it's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of nice here, I guess. I get some AC. Um, I have a desk. It's cool. It, it it's all right. It's all right. I'm I'm not really. It's not like a bunk or anything. It's not anything crazy. So I can I can deal with it. If you can deal with it, I I can deal with it. So. So have you always just like, like when you started. Like, wanting to teach people how to, like, be more confident at public speaking. Why, though? Hmm. Yeah, to be honest, man, there's not, like, a brilliant answer to this question. Because when I was, when I was in uni, I, I just wanted to do these competitions. So let me tell you the full story. So I start business school. My parents are factory workers. I don't really have a lot of money. And I'm not thinking about saving the world, like a lot of people seem to say. I was thinking about getting a really nice paying job so I could retire my mom. That was the focus. But because I didn't know anyone in the business world, I didn't really understand how to get these jobs or do these things. So I was this 19-year-old kid with a massive suit on that I got from prom because we couldn't afford something better. And I had a tie that, let's just say, didn't stop on my belt. And I looked like a doofus. So I'd go to these these events in my first semester of university. And I would just approach a lot of the students who had gotten jobs at companies that I wanted to work at. 
So I asked them, I was like, how did you get this job? And they all answered something they didn't really expect. So I thought they were going to say grades or something, which is what I've spent my whole life focused on. But they answered with case competitions. And I looked at them and I said, what the hell is a case competition? And they said, oh, it's the things where you present presentations in front of executives and then they give you jobs. And I was like, never heard of this. Doesn't seem super fun, but if all of these people are doing them, might as well do them. So it wasn't based on this like super passion, Jordan. I just started doing them. But yeah, since we're on Discord, you know, I used to be a professional, sort of semi-professional gamer. I was a hardcore League of Legends player. Okay. So, so from there, I've always been competitive. So I just applied that level of competition to to comp to presentations, and I just got obsessed with them in an unhealthy way. Gotcha. Okay, it's from one addiction to another. I see. Correct. Yeah. Understand. So, yeah, league ruined my life, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's. Well, I mean, you ended up here, so. No, yeah, I would, I would agree. It, it did ruin your life, but, like. <laughs> so you basically went forward to just doing it because, of other people, is what I'm hearing. Or did you, you just, okay, like conformity? It was really because, yeah. Yeah, it was mostly conformity. Because remember, I wasn't looking to fight the grain. I was just looking to get the result. I only started going against the grain like you have. You got it earlier than me, given the suit that you're wearing. But for me, it, it only started when I was probably your age, actually, 21, 22. Yeah. But at the beginning, I just wanted the result that everyone else had, which was getting that job. Okay. I respect it. Are you by any chance 27, 24? 26, close. Okay. Close. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. Sounds good. Okay. I already said I'm 21, but this is interesting. Five year head start. All right. So, but I started, I started Mass Talk when I was 22, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Correct. So I've been, I've been doing, so I started the channel in 2019, which puts me at 22. Yeah. Dang. Like, what was that like? Did you, like, you you just, you were just like, yeah, I'm going to make this channel. I'm going to teach people how to not be a social, I don't know, basement dwellers anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to teach them to go out to the light and I'm going to teach them to speak. Is that what you th- had in mind? <laughs> I mean, you say it much fancier than me. What, what really happened was uh, at the end of my kind of career in, in case competitions, this was... December 2018. So it was my last semester of university. Yeah. And I kind of had this... It's really hard to explain, Jordan, but I'll try my best. It's kind of like when a professional athlete retires from their sport. So let's take the NBA. You're like this amazing basketball player. And the next day you leave the league and nobody nobody cares about who you are anymore. Yeah. I had that on a very, 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 very smaller scale. Scale. Whereas in an NBA, it's like there's 10,000 people screaming your name, but in like case competition, it's like 10 nerds, right? So it's a different kind of scale. But, you know, I was known for something. I was, I was you know, very good at case competitions. I competed in so many of them. I'd coached teams internationally from like so many different people. So I'd done a lot. Like I'd probably coached 70 people by the time I was 22, mm-hmm. 50 to 70, let's say. But I lost fulfillment of my life as the game was coming to an end. So I said, okay. How can I keep this game going? Clearly, I get more enjoyment from doing this than just making money. And that's when the idea for Master Talk came. Because all the students I'd coach who were my age just asked me a question I didn't have an answer to, Jordan. 
Yeah. And the question was, how did you learn how to speak? And I just went, what do you mean? They said, well, you know how to speak. How did you learn how to speak? And I just didn't know the answer. And they said, what? well, did you learn from YouTube videos? And that's what sparked the idea for Mass Talk. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. So if you never talked to those people, you would have never started it? 100%. If I never went to that specific university and did that, that's why serendipity is so weird, right? Like my, my parents, you know, made love at the right time. I happened to be born in a first world country. Yeah. You could have easily, me and you could have easily been born in third world countries, though, though I, would, I don't want to assume maybe maybe you immigrated for, for another country to the US or Canada. But, but you know what I mean? Like being yeah. born of the US citizenship was a dangerous advantage and it really helped me in life. Yeah. We could have been Australian. Cable. <laughs> We could have been, we could have been Chinese or something. Oh wait, I, Ch I Chinese would have been tougher. I am Chinese American, but you know what I'm saying. We could have been like in China, China, you know. That's... Yeah, that would have been tough for sure. Yeah, there's no YouTube in China, bro. Forget yeah, it. It's yeah, there's over. no, there's no, there's no YouTube. It's like you, you need a VPN, yeah. and even then, you you just have to go through these like these roadblocks, these obstacles, just to get your your daily dose of internet, and it's like. What am I living for? You know, like I need me some internet. But you know, I digress. I dig I'm on a whole another tangent. Um, I notice you don't say um or Oz or use filler. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I remember the very first time I learned about filler words or really like became aware of them was when I took the speech class in university. And from then on, I've just been so hyper aware, hyper focused. But, you know, like the ums come out time to time. And I think I use the ums to. It's a little bit of comedic effect, but it's also part of because there's silence. Right. And you just want to feel that silence. Though, strangely enough, I feel like even if there was silence, like we are not uncomfortable by the silence, but people listening in might feel weird about it. And I've always, I thought, I always found that super strange, like conversations, like with people. Absolutely, man. So, so a couple of trains of thought there. Let's start with the first one, which is why do we say filler words to begin with? And the answer, Jordan, is because we want to buy time. So let's say you ask me a question, and I go, um, uh, yeah, so this is what... I, so we use ums and ahs to buy ourselves time. So now the next question becomes, what are the best communicators on the planet doing differently to buy time? Because they're not smarter than us. They can't have the answer to everything. So they must be doing something else to buy time. What they do is they just say nothing. To your point, they pause. They replace the filler word with silence. And that's how they remove all of their filler words. But now the third piece to your point once again, well, Brendan, we're comfortable with silence. What about everyone else listening to this? So there's no easy silver bullet magic potion that's going to solve this. The only way to do this is by disciplining yourself. Because I wasn't born like this either. I didn't I didn't just come out of my mother's womb and say, like, yeah, I can just not say filler words. Google you have to Gaga. force it. Yeah. Yeah, Google Gaga, right? <laughs> so here's how you do this. 
Google Gaga like pause and yeah. then Google Gaga again. Right. So so the technique is very simple. It's just most people who are listening to this podcast won't do it. And the exercise is what I call the endless gaze. What the best speakers on the planet do that they'll never tell you is that we can pause forever. Yeah. Without ever making it sound awkward at all. But obviously, we don't have forever, so take my word for it. But the point I want to drive is endless gaze is simple. Pick one person you love in your house and stare at them for three goddamn minutes without saying a word. Most people who are married can't do this. But if you can do this, you can easily pause for three seconds. Yeah. I noticed that you were also speaking slowly. I'm not sure if that was intended. But well played, Brendan. Well played. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> and yeah, I think people just don't like, they think silence equals awkward. I think they just, for some reason, take someone with severe anxiety. I used to be very shy. Used to be anxious. You would not find me in a banana. I would not be a banana. I was not always a banana. <laughs> You'd be I'm like an orange. Say. Yeah, I'd be like <laughs> somewhat yeah, a goofy goofy orange or something. You know, I'd be annoying. Like an apricot or something. Yeah. But people can't they don't understand that silence is okay. Silence people overthink. I think that's what it is. People tend to overthink. I've I've been there. I I couldn't stare people in the eye, Brendan. Like in in real life and over virtual. Do you know? Do you understand how strange that is, to not even look at the person virtually? That's like a higher. That's that's there's levels to this shit. That's so wild, you know. Like, it, it is easier in real life, I think, to look in at someone in the eyes though, because there's that personal connection. There's like, you know what they say about the eyes? It's like the windows to the soul. Look into my eyes, Brendan. Do you see them? What do you see? Well, I actually just see the camera lens, but... Because <laughs> so, all lines have been different, right? Because you're not actually looking at... That's why I say it's completely normal. You don't actually have to look at the person's eyes. You have to look at the lens. That's true. So you never have that's to stare true. into their eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I guess we're really just talking to the camera. And that Literally. I guess it's easy... Yeah, that's why it's easier to talk... You know, over a computer or a Zoom or whatever, but I don't know, man. Absolutely, and 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 let me jump in really quick, Jordan, because you mentioned something important there. You were saying how there was an there's a there's a correlation between awkwardness and silence, and there's there must be a reason for it. There actually is a reason. So let me touch on that. The reason is because of the education system. So let me draw some context. Because for you, it wasn't too long ago, and for us, it wasn't too long ago. When you're like fourteen and fifteen. And you're giving presentations at school, which is where you give most of them. Well, we have problems because those presentations are mandatory. You don't wake up one morning and say, hey, Jordan, you want to get breakfast and present all day? Nobody says that. And then the second piece is all the presentations are different. You never get to pick. You never get to talk about bananas. You don't get to suit up in a banana when you present in high school. They go, no, Jordan. Yeah. No banana suit. You got to talk about Shakespeare. And you're like, what? what are you talking about? I want to put my banana suit up. Right? So you don't get to pick. And the third piece is every presentation is tied to a punishment. Of course it's normal for you, Jordan, to have felt uncomfortable. 
because the education system teaches us to feel uncomfortable. Because if you don't do well, we get punished for it. So that's why when you're standing up there, and you're 50 and you pause, of course we think it's awkward. I felt it too, because you're speaking to a bunch of 15-year-olds who don't give a shit about your presentation. They don't even want to be there. Not because of you, not because you're a bad speaker, but because they don't. They have to talk about Egypt after you talk about Germany, and they don't want to be there either. So yeah, it's not your fault, man. It's just the fault of the education system. So it's like the fault because of of how the education system pits underage kids against each other, against their will, who don't want to be there in the first place doing presentations. Your version is much funnier and, and better than mine, so let's go with yours. I love right, that. Sweet. No, I, I, I completely understand. You don't you don't have to say anymore. I'll be your translator. So for the audience, for the listeners, this is you know, I people may know you, your audience, your fans, they may know you as a professional speaker. Well you're on here now, so let's see where do we go from here. Sure. <laughs> they're they're gonna see a new side of you, and I think that's I'm excited, be man. Appreciated. So, can I ask you questions too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel free. This is a conversation. I I accept any questions. Although no one really, I feel like no one really cares enough to ask me questions. So it's fun. Oh, I care actually. Yeah. I I want to know about the banana suit. Why did you pick the banana suit over another fruit? For like a specific reason why it's the banana yeah it's a banana because i don't know this is like the best looking banana costume i've stumbled across like over the internet and i got it from spirit halloween and i didn't expect it to be this like like this good looking like <laughs> i admit like the detail on this this part like it's good okay come on you know like <laughs> all the but like ones. do you eat bananas like is it a part of your diet I guess not. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so <laughs> I eat bananas, and I think, okay, if I had to rate, like, fruits, right? There's top 10. Okay, okay. Top 10 fruit list. Bananas would be top five. So would it be first? No, it would not. So what would be first, then? There's so many, like, tied and first. It would have to be, like, in Let's tiers. So S tiers are mango Watermelon, sugar apples. What's sugar apple? Pers persimmons. No, persimmons would have no. to be an A. They have to be because now you're overthinking. Because if you're overthinking, they go into A. So then my follow-up question to that question is, I'm, I'm shocked no one else is asking this. Have you ever considered once on the podcast to go, maybe I should be a mango. Maybe I should be a watermelon. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, yeah, like, why not? Because, like, if you're saying is banana even S tier, it sounds like A tier to me. So, like, why are we being an A tier fruit when we could be an S tier fruit? You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, consider the curvature of a mango compared to a banana. How it would be sort of difficult to sit down in a in a mango costume. I feel like. Because the surface area is much wider and larger. And it's like the whole entire shape of a... Okay, mangoes, 
fruits come in all shapes and sizes, but mangoes are they're mostly ovalish, circle, cylindrical, okay? And bananas are like crescents. They're like do you ever see the moon at like a on a dark night? So it's the banana, it's like a curve. You know what I'm saying, Brendan? I do, but I feel you need to be more open-minded, Jordan. Just try it, man. It's free to try in the costumes. Go to, like, a Halloween store. Sit with the mango. Because I feel we're making assumptions about different fruit without actually being in the costume and trying it out. That's all I'm saying. Oh but it's your God. life, man. You're right, Brendan. I'm sorry. It, this, it took... <laughs> It took you to come on and talk and tell me that for me to open my mind and then go to straight to a, a Halloween store and then go and find a mango costume and just try it out. And a watermelon one. You have to try all the S tiers. But the point I want to drive is like, you, you, I could be wrong. You could call me tomorrow and say, hey, Brendan, I went to the Halloween store. I tried the mango thing on. I tried the watermelon costume on. And really, the banana just overtakes it. So then my response would be, at least we tried it. But if we're trying to have a conversation, we haven't tried all of the fruits, then, then it's real life experience, man. We got we to gotta live it. That's right. That's right. I can't believe I've, I've become what I hated, an, assum- an assumer. <laughs> I have to try before I actually pass judgment. I totally understand. That's, if, only, if only I had spoken to you sooner. See, it's the butterfly effect. <laughs> Serendipity, right? What What's is... the butterfly effect? Can you can you define that for me? I actually don't know what that is. Yeah, but in return, you have to define serendipity for me. So, sure, the butterfly too. effect, basically, it's like this. Uh, a bunch of events in your life led up to this one moment. So it's like, you, if you never went to that university and talked to those people, that decision would have changed your course to a different entire like thing or maybe maybe you would have still been doing case competitions or but i don't know if you would have made a a master talk or maybe instead of you know doing business you know you could have became a comedian right you could have been like Fuck college. I'm going to drop out. You see, I'm I'm the funniest guy ever. I I love I can I have jokes about case competitions all day. What the fuck is a, is a case competition? Oh, it's a joke. Haha, <laughs> it's great. You know, you could you could have went down that path. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty much the effect. Ah, I didn't know there's a term associated to that. Interesting. Yeah. What does serendipity mean? That's a good question. What does serendipity mean? I would say how I would define serendipity is probably like similar to the butterfly effect. It's just not one event leads to another. It would be more in the sense of when different ideas, different actions, different occurrences lead up to a random coincidence that we would define as a coincidence. So that's a really poor definition. (laughs) That's the way I would think about serendipity. Hmm. You know Basically, about... that random random shit happens that as, as human beings, we, we seem to find a correlation between those random things happening. I see. I see. No, imagine... Okay. Butterfly effect, though. Okay. If you never started Master Talk, you would have never went out 
and go on to matchmaker.com to put yourself there and then you wouldn't go on any podcasts which wouldn't have led you to this very moment yeah basically dude i think about that shit all the time like two of my best friends i only met because i did pod because i did master talk so that matchmaker thing that we met on i also messaged them and one of them lives in new zealand one of them lives in los angeles and the guy in New Zealand, I met on Matchmaker. He introduced me to the guy in Los Angeles, who became my best friend ever. And I met. We were friends in person, uh, virtually, for 18 months. And then I took a flight two months ago to go visit him in person, because he means that much to me. All because I did Mass Talk. So it's insane when you think about it. If I never did Mass Talk, I never would have met Billy. Never would have met Sam. And I would have been doing an interview with the guy in a banana suit, who should honestly heavily consider trying a mango and a watermelon suit. So yeah, it's really bizarre, man. It's really interesting how life turns listen, out. Listen, listen. I will try out those different fruits, okay? It's really not up to me. It's really up to the store if they're open-minded enough to offer fruit costumes. You get what I'm saying? You see, I... I feel. I see... I'm a hunter, okay? <laughs> I... I am on the prowl for props, gear, equipment, and for any anything that can better my uh my podcast, okay? What I mean is I'm constantly looking for guests as well, okay? And I think through doing all of that through my hunting. You know, some people hunt for animals, right? I I hunt for knowledge. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> okay, no, no, but seriously, I do hunt to better myself in every single way so I can be smarter than the day I was yesterday. Yeah, I think that's how that sentence works. But you get what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I'm not done yet. So, while I'm hunting, I'm always on the prowl for costumes, props, gear, equipment, whether it be Amazon or Spirit Halloween or anything, or the grocery store, you know? I'm always like, <laughs> what's bus- What's good, you know? What- what's good to eat right now? Or do I really need an, a, a better high-quality camera? Yes. You know what camera I'm using, Brendan? It's an Elgato, okay? It I I upgraded like a couple days ago. And I I feel pretty good. But it can only go up from here is what I'm saying, okay? Because the hunter is always in danger of being the hunted. Absolutely, man. Someone's gonna someone's gonna take your concept, man. You gotta be careful. I'm gonna put a mango suit on and just compete against you. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Brendan. Brendan. I noticed you say my name a lot, and I have heard that when you say another person's name, it makes them like you more. Is that the reason for your uh, 
your constant name calling. That's that's correct, Jordan. But at the same time, uh, given the intention of your show, your name might not even be Jordan. So I might be. I might <laughs> but, yeah. but, it might be a liar. <laughs> you might be like. <laughs> Like uh, so, some other because you might have a Chinese name that has nothing to do with Jordan. I, I know a lot of my Chinese friends have that, so you might be you might. I don't want to assume. Yeah, right? it might you be might be one of those people too. <laughs> might be Shane. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so in that mode. case, the strategy. <laughs> so in this case, you know, it, it doesn't. It might not work, but. But yes, you know, Dale Carnegie always says that the sweetest sound that a human can ever hear is the sound of their own name. So yeah, it is intentional, the way that I repeat your name over and over again. It also gets people's attention. So I, I just, but I don't do it per consciously anymore. Yeah. I do it actually unconsciously because I'm just so used to it. Kind of like filler words, you don't really think about it. Yeah, yeah. You, you just don't say them anymore. Second nature, I feel that. I feel that. You hear that? Pause. The sound of silence. It's beautiful. Stainless gaze. Almost like a mango. Back to the mango. Back to the <laughs> mango. You know, they're my number one fruit. Okay, I myself. I had a few those. We have a mango tree in the backyard. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, where are you based? I am in Florida. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Hell. I was like, how are you growing mangoes in the US? I was like <laughs> That makes oh, sense. Oh, we have we have land here. I I didn't know mango like cuz of the temperature. Not, yeah, I know about land, but <laughs> I I didn't know the the temperature was right to, to make mangoes and I learned something new. I didn't know the No, definitely. If we can grow oranges in Florida, we can definitely grow mangoes. Or any other fruit, you know. Like, where are you? I'll take your word for. I mean, you're the fruit. You're the fruit expert, not me. Yeah. I'm. I'm just getting a basement. But uh, yeah, no, I'm based in Montreal. That's why uh, a lot of our correlations between what fruits are available is a lot more limited because it's always cold here. So there's no mango tree. Oh, okay. So it's just death. Yeah. Okay. And and poutine. I don't know if you know poutine. Oh, is, poutine yeah, really isn't cool. that. Isn't that thing where you like put fries and then like gravy on it? And oh, you don't know the third thing. That's just gravy and fries, man. If you you gotta add cheese curds on top, or else it, or oh. else it's just gravy. That's what makes the poutine. Okay, that sounds good, but at the same time, I'm not really in a hurry to try it. You know what? You, you get it. I am shocked that you've never tried poutine in your life. No. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm American. I know a lot of Americans who've tried poutine. Like in Canada? Or in America? Oh, like in America. US? In America. Well, well, I go to Florida every two to three months. Most of my clients Why? are in Florida. Oh, okay. Your, your most, clients? Most of, my, most of my work. Yeah, most people, yeah. Gotcha. Like where in Florida? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Ah, okay. That's a good... I always mispronounce that name. That's a good location. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's near the airport right that that and i go that orlando and west palm beach are usually the three areas i'm at ah okay basically the areas where it's all right yeah i i i know of them the theme park capital 
it's no surprise. Okay. Speaking of theme parks, you like theme parks, Brendan? Not really. I actually really hate theme parks. Because you have to wait a long oh time God, yes. to go on a ride. Yes. And I could use that two hours and like speak to you on a podcast and speak to somebody else on a podcast. It's like, why am I spending two hours just waiting in line? So I actually haven't been to a theme park. I don't even know the last time I went to one, actually, George. Was it like... Even when I was in Orlando, I never went to Disneyland. I still haven't been. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, why? I might go like sightseeing maybe once or twice in my life. Or when I have kids someday. But like, nah, I just hate those things. I'd rather just do this with you. This is fun for me. Like, that's why yeah, I like yeah, doing yeah. these things. Yeah, talking to people is, is fun. It's... I completely understand. The moment you said I don't like theme parks, I'm going to explain why I hate theme parks. So basically, I went to SeaWorld in like a couple weeks ago. And my God, I was reminded how much I I hate theme parks because the wait time, number one, is ridiculous. I don't know how people deal with that for these attractions that are like at most 10 to, to five to 10 minutes long and then it's over. And then you just do it all over again. And and there's people that go with their with their girlfriends or boyfriends, whatever. And I'm like, you could have done something else. You could have watched a movie or something. But you chose to wait for five rides. And the wait is like if you if you add up the wait time, I'm certain it would be ninety percent of your day at a theme park. Okay? And that's that's just mind-boggling to me, Brendan. How how do you how do you do that? Unless if you're a regular guy, I mean, like if you don't have a fast pass, even with the fast pass, you still have to wait. And but it's it's like, dude, I'm not paying another hundred dollars for a fucking fast pass. Like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? I don't fucking love Mickey that much. Okay, I don't love the fucking uh, goofy. <laughs> you know, I don't like. I don't. Who am I? Am I twelve? This isn't to say that I don't like anyone who likes Disney, but I'm just like, bro, you like the wait times more than Disney. Let's be real here. But even that, even if you like Disney or the Universal more than, you say that you like it more, right? And that you just accept the waiting. I just, I just have to say, you're a pawn, okay? You're just a pawn, and that sucks. I'm not willing to wait. And the food isn't even that good. <laughs> the food at the theme parks are shit, dude. Like, it's all just the same. Like, burgers, fries, whatever. Yeah, it's just not for me, dude. Like, I, when I was younger, I guess it would have been cool because I had emotions back then. Like, I, you know, we <clears throat> feel so much more. We feel ecstatic when we, like... Like, when I was younger, bro, video games and everything, it just gave me so much joy, right? I feel like when you get older, you get more jaded and stuff, and, you, like, it doesn't hit the same. It's it's like uh, with taste buds, right? The older you get, the less, like, taste you have or something. Like, yeah. What do you think, Brendan? That sounds really depressing. I think that sounds really depressing, dude. Yeah, being <laughs> I think for me, it's more... Yeah, I think I think things have changed ever since you put the banana on. That's why I'm telling you, man. You got to try different suits on, or else things uh, you're just going on the wrong path. 
that's what I'm feeling. But I think the 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 key here, I'm I'm a big fan of live and let live, in the sense yeah. of we should all be doing what excites us. And for me and you, what's exciting for both of us is having a 45 to 60 minute conversation. And just doing that over and over again with different people. And for other people, it's waiting five hours for a Disney ride. Yeah. And I think the, the problem we have in society is we judge how other people spend their time and without and we don't spend enough time judging how we spend our own time. Are we doing it in a way that we want to spend it? Like I took I did something that I, I, I haven't done in months. Just take a bloody vacation. I yeah. spent a week with my family. I hate vacations. I usually don't like them, but I felt I needed one. So I took one. And now I'm back to working my 80-hour work week, and I love my life because that's what I want to do. But I think the key is most people don't want to do what they want to do. I think people are afraid. Like, they, they, don't, they don't want to go against the norm, it feels like. Because, you know, they like society, I feel like it embraces the the hustle culture. Like, if you don't work then you're just, what are you doing, you know? And I, like, no, like, legit, like, I feel like, you know, like, if you don't work, like, literally, what are you doing? You need money to survive. You need to pay rent. You need to eat. You need to, everything revolves around money. Like, everything I have here in my basement is is money. If I, if the basement would have never, existed without someone being like let's build this house and then make a basement and then we'll sell it to someone money is the motivator of all things and yeah yeah beautiful well i think it's cool man because like that's why i dig i dig the banana costume because it inspires people in a way that you probably aren't even aware of. I'm sure there's like a massive anime community that would love to start a podcast and cosplay every episode. Yeah. But when they see you taking the charge with the banana, they go like, okay, well, if Jordan can, can do it, it gives me permission to do it too. And I think that's cool, man. I, I think more, more people should be like you in that way. Thanks, man. I think more people should also just, you know, not be afraid to be themselves. I feel like a lot of people are so they they're tied up in their own head that they think like every anyone can do what you and I do you know but they just Literally. they don't do it they they think because no because it's them they're they're like the main character everyone's the main character of their own story right they think because if they do it then people will just like shun them or something or there'll be backlash but it's like no you realize that everyone thinks that way i thought that way but then I just did it, and and look, I've ruined so many people's lives. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it's fun. It's fun for me, you know. Like, just do whatever you want, man. You know. That's the name of the game. That's why we're both very happy people. You get to have your banana costumes, and potentially, possibly consider other fruits to wear but and for me it's i get to live in my mom's basement do interviews do my youtube stuff just live a chill life so there you go yeah yeah and also but i also think there's a lot of variety of factors that go into it it's people who don't do things because it's a lot of work it's like yeah it's 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 a lot of work but 
just you should just do it whatever you're like you want to do don't be afraid be original don't conform to other people or don't listen to what other people want you to do like i mean in terms of creating stuff because that's i feel like that's also the same thing as not like tiptoeing around certain subjects because you don't want to risk offending someone so always just like be yourself you know be free that's how you truly be free and chill and calm and and if if you do offend someone right whether it be in real life or virtually first of all if you offend someone virtually um tell them to uh fuck off because first of all it's it's over the internet, okay? Who cares? They literally have not met you IRL. If you meet someone IRL in real life compared to meeting them online, it's a way different experience. You you anyone who's listening to this or seen me on this podcast, you do not know the real me or you know, and you do not know the real Brendan, okay? I could be putting up a persona. I could be lying to every single one of you. I could just I could be like I could a be Michael Jewish. with like a mango with like a mango suit in the back. <laughs> yeah, I could have a mango suit that I didn't tell anyone about. But yeah, you, know. you just said, "Yeah, Brendan, I'll totally play this up. I'll go to even if it's always been there the entire time." Yeah, we could even know each other, but we're just pretending we we don't. <laughs> you think about that, huh? <laughs> There's it levels to this shit. Inception. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Wait, we were like mango farmers in Florida. Possibly. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. Brendan, how does someone become confident? <laughs> how does someone become confident? Two parts, man. Preparation and vision. So one piece is prep. At the end of the day, the more you do things, the easier it becomes. You know, Dan Henry says it best. Competence leads to confidence. The more you do something, the easier it becomes. If this was my first podcast ever, I would shit my bed, Jordan. Like, holy shit, the dude's in a banana costume. What the hell am I going to do on this show? Mm-hmm. Right? But when you've done it 600 times, you're like, right. oh, banana costume's fine. You should see the other stuff that we can talk about post-show. <laughs> Shows yeah. I've been on that were ridiculous crazy stuff this is okay so so that's prep you just do more of something you're more confident be yeah. the other piece is vision and and it goes back to what Vinod Khosla talks about who's a venture capitalist very successful guy he says what do you actually stand for what are you actually willing to follow what do you actually want to do with your life because confidence stems from strong values what do you actually want to do in the world? How do you want to help people? What are you willing to tolerate and what are you not willing to tolerate? And one of my values is really helping everybody. That's why I try my best to have as many conversations here from different perspectives so I can deliver the best message for people. So I need to be confident and I need to have a belief system so I can make something happen. Whereas a lot of us, we want to be confident, but we don't know what that confidence is supposed to be for. Like, what is the confidence supposed to lead us to? And that's what I would encourage people to think about. Okay. I think it also, it just goes back to people being afraid to be themselves. Stand up for what you believe in and 
and what Brendan said. Yes. Why Master Talk? Why'd you name it Master Talk? Not a super interesting answer. Uh, all I did, which is my advice for anyone trying to come up with a name, get your friends to help you. Yeah. So I just I just had all my buddies come up with 20 different names, put it all in a spreadsheet, 200 names. We looked at all of them, voted. Master Talk was the winner. wasn't trademark. Winner, winner, yeah. chicken dinner. That's it. That's sick. Simple. So... Would you say that you're like you're luring people in who you're targeting people who have no self confidence and are trying to better themselves at public speaking or it like overcome that social anxiety and stuff? I mean, I I, I don't know. Sort of. I, did you use the word luring? Is that what you said? Lure, like you know, L U R I N G, like lure, like bait. L- well, I mean, I, I don't. I think bait is a strong word, but sure. I, I think for me, it's like whoever. Like my goal at the end of the day, Jordan, with yeah. Master Talk, is I think the next Elon Musk is a seven-year-old girl who can't afford a communication coach. That's my ethos. That's why how I live my life. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't know who that seven-year-old girl is because it could be a boy, and I don't know where they live. Because when Elon was sixteen years old, nobody gave a shit about him. He was some loser kid in South Africa and nobody helped him. Nobody helped him in life. Nobody gave him any help with this communication. Nobody offered any resources. He was just alone with his brother. And I thought I thought that was really stupid. I think that's a, a ridiculous. Like we should be doing things to help the next society. But because I don't know who those people are, I just need to be everywhere, anywhere and every place so I can attract those ten thousand geniuses. Yeah. But basically, my thesis for life, Jordan, is if all the Elon Musk of the world were exceptional communicators, we'd get shit done a lot faster, and I'll be the messenger for all of them. True. So communication is the the number one factor, would you say? I mean, I wouldn't say number one. I would – I mean, I'm, I'd be biased if I said number one, but I would say essential for sure. Like, sure, Elon's a shit communicator, but I think he's the exception, not the rule. I think most people who are very talented, who do great things in life, are often exceptional communicators. So it's just a a needed plus. Like, I think it it makes more sense for a world changer to work on their communication than learn skiing, right? So so that's the key. I, I think it's an essential part and something people should work on, whether they can afford a coach or not, right? Like, go to... Watch videos, read books, listen to more crazy podcasts like this one, and and just get better. Yeah, yeah. So, even though bait is a strong word, did the name Master Bait never come across your mind? I mean, not in the context of the show. (laughs) I think you really need the mango suit, Jordan, I'm just saying. Sorry, I... I'm not going to explain my thought process on that. I'll just leave that up to you to interpret. Anyway. Sorry, I'm scouting for enemies. Oh, good. Brendan, tell me something that people would not normally... No, like, or tell me something about, tell me something about you 
that people don't really know? You know, it's funny, Jordan. I get that question a lot more often than not. So there's a lot of things that that people know. <laughs> I would say uh, maybe one thing I haven't shared yet, given the context of your costume. So I'm happy to share it the first time. My favorite fruit is mango. I've never shared that. But the one that, the answer I usually give is I can karaoke in eight different languages that I can speak in three. But that's commonly known at this point. A lot of people know that. Oh wow! Like what? What? Which languages? So I speak English, French, and Tamil, and the、yeah. five other languages that I can karaoke in. But I do not speak. Basically, my definition of making this list is I can do at least one song in that language: Korean, Mandarin. What are the other two? Japanese, because of my love for anime.、Uh, Hindi and Spanish are the five other languages. You love anime? Oh my god! I do. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of anime. Death Note、that's、is the、awesome. greatest show of all time. Yeah, I would say that's definitely something people would not like know. Like first off, they would not look at you and think this guy, this guy right here, anime fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, they totally would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I okay. That's the fact that you played League of Legends is more surprising to me than you actually being an anime fan. So. I'll tell you something about my myself, um, or or you tell me what you know about me, <laughs> and then I'll tell you because I don't know what people know about me exactly. Here, here's what I know about you. Your last name is Lamb. You live in Florida, and despite your love for mangoes and watermelons, you chose without any further consideration, any further thought, to dress yourself in a banana costume. That's all I know about you. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, and the podcast is called Jordan Mode. Yes. Ah. My real name is Shing. Dud dud dud. No, but um, I guess I like to rap. So, do you want to have a rap battle? A rap battle. I mean, I can try. Yeah, we basically insult each other's integrity while rhyming words. Oh no, I wouldn't insult you. Oh, I, I that's speak for yourself, man. Okay, I'll go first. So, <laughs> master talk should have left it to fate. The only way you bait is when you master bait. You go in the bedroom, <laughs> but it's late. <laughs> You're a voyeur when you look at other people, other other married couples. There won't be a second season of Master Talk. Go back, go back. Just go back home. You're never leaving your basement. You're always gonna be home alone, like Macaulay Culkin.、Whoa. All right. When Macaulay Culkin is getting big, he'd be bulking. The only time you get angry is when you're be hulking. You're so hot. You're so iron. You're made of iron and metal. You can't test. You sk- Let me start over. That was that was just round one. Unless you want to go. Take your time. Take your time. No, go for it. Go for it. Okay, so Brendan, you're you're not you're drinking soy milk lattes. Very weak of you. Okay. Water, but... You go back to YouTube because no one wants to watch you. 
you 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 learn about public speaking. You look like a sea king from One Piece. If you were back in Greece, you would be covered up in grease because Whoa. of all that burger meat that you eat. Now although my you're, are hurt. No, it's over. Although you're a lanky fellow, you seem kind of mad, not mellow. And technically, are you Asian? But I don't know because they're not yellow. No racial. Biracial. <laughs> two two coins. Flip side. Okay. Scissors cut you down the middle. Scissored. Position. Sex position. Give me some <laughs> disposition. You're mad. Implications. What's the situation? You're mad. Your turn. Uh, the only thing I'll share is thanks so much for having me on, Jordan. It was such a pleasure. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I, I won. I won this round. I won this battle. I'm pretty sure I won though. Okay. All right, Brendan. I guess because I called, I called into question your own existence. Were you gonna walk away from this podcast going, should I be a mango? Should I be a watermelon? No, no. This Brendan guy's nonsense, and it'll haunt you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So you decided to play the psychological warfare card. It's okay. We'll see. We'll see if I dress up in a mango. But yeah, I had a, I, I had a blast, Brendan. Okay. If you had a blast. Doesn't really matter to me because I had I had fun. <laughs> uh, tell everyone about your stuff. Tell everyone about Master Master Talk. You know where to where to find you. For sure, man. Thanks so much for having me on, Jordan. This is great. So two ways to keep in touch. One is Master Talk, the YouTube channel. Just type Master Talk in one word. It'll access to free videos and how to speak. And the second one for those of you who want to come to my live trainings on communication over Zoom. Just go to rockstarcommunicator.com. I do a free one every three weeks. All right. You hear him, guys. You hear him. Listen to him. Uh, follow his YouTube channel. Subscribe. Also listen and follow my stuff on Jordan Mode, Spotify, YouTube, everything. And we will see you on the next one. Banana out. Shing out. <laughs>